All right, guys, welcome back to the Bench with the Reserve Team here with episode 15. Thanks for joining in. I think we've got a pretty cool one for you. We're going to break down the group stage of the Euros as we move on to the round of 16, and then we're going to go into some transfer talks. Mm-hmm. Hey, guys, thanks for coming in today. And uh, what, what are our initial thoughts about the Euros? How about you, Alex? What, what have we got first? Um, honestly, the first thing I've uh, thought of is, like, the games have just been, honestly, like, they've been really good, and there's been a lot of g- great goals scored. Um, my probably biggest takeaway is, so I knew, I didn't know about Italy's unbeaten run before, but wow, they look, Italy look really, really good. <laughs> like really good. Even Chiellini getting subbed off, you know, Sherby or Serby, however you pronounce it comes on. Looks like they don't even really need a Chiellini. So like Italy are really, really good. Um, yeah, just, I think that's probably my biggest takeaway so far with it. Um, Max, do you have anything? Yeah, I mean, like you said, the games have been really good so far. I don't think there's hasn't been one that hasn't been super exciting or super boring or anything like that. And, yeah, I mean, I think the big thing that kind of jumped out at me was um, Sweden. Sweden, top top of the group, Spain getting second. And as we know, recording today, that Spain absolutely destroyed Slovakia, which, which we all assumed was going to happen. But... And Poland getting that last spot as well. I thought we all thought Lewandowski and the team that they have, they could do a little bit better. But I mean, overall, I think how the groups are standing right now is a good representation of how the teams have played. So, yeah, I think I think that's a fair point. And I, this just to reiterate how good these group stages were. Like the last day today, like yeah. right. two, two games ended two two. There was drama. There was everything. You mm-hmm. heard. I was watching the uh, the France game and France-Portugal, and I, you could hear the crowd react to the goals in the other game. Like, that yeah. stuff just uh, – mm-hmm. yeah. Like, yeah, so yeah. – I mean, at, at one point, we weren't even going to get Germany moving on or Portugal. It was going to be Hungary. <laughs> like, yeah. like, that's how good the tournament's been. And, and maybe Hungary deserved better. I, I, I was for it. <laughs> I, was I mean, hey, they were, they were sitting back that whole game, and then the moment that uh, Germany tied it, they scored in what, a minute later? Yeah, or no, like less than 30 seconds later or something like that. Yeah. So I, I personally, I think Germany and besides Turkey, who just laid an egg and was like, God, disappointed you know, everyone, disappointed, disappointed everyone. everyone. Mm-hmm. Maybe like maybe Germany and England might be my two most disappointing sides. I had pretty high hopes for both of them, especially going into the attack. Like, right. Yeah. One has, has shown a, a, you know, being the ability to be prolific in that attack. Yeah. Right. Like the game's, England yeah. didn't score against Scotland, like right, and one of the best attacks in the Euros. Right, and nothing against Scotland too, because you know they have Tierney, they have Robertson, all that. But like with, like you said, Kane, Sterling, Foden, Grealish when he came on, Sancho has like, been a sub. For yeah, me. and Sancho has barely even played. So like, yeah, it's crazy. That's what, and the crazy thing is they finished top of the group and they got three clean sheets, and we're here saying they've been disappointing, which. Yeah, I think they have been. And I think if you ask any England fan that, they would say that. But shout out to Bakayo Saka for getting man of the match in the last game. I just had to put that out there. My Arsenal star boy uh, doing his bits. Just but just throwing it out there. <laughs> at, least, at least he found some success. He's not going to find that at the club level. So, Well, hey, that, exactly what I'm praising him now. <laughs> uh, all right, so let's run through the um, how the group's finished. And then we'll kind of move on from there. So 
Group A, Italy, Wales, Switzerland, um, all advance with Turkey being the, the lone team to, to go home from that group. Yeah. Um, like we said earlier, Italy looks really good. I think Wales, I think they have a chance to move on in their next match. We'll get to that later. Mm -hmm. um, and then the Swiss, they had some decent results. They, they ended up with four points, and mm -hmm. I think they they might deserve to move on. I, I think they, they played well enough. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, I was going to say with Turkey, their goal differential is negative seven. They're supposed like, to have good defense. Like, that's they, what I'm really for. They didn't start once Demiral, the center back for Juve, once he yeah. scored the own goal in the first game, they dropped him. And then he, when he got subbed on, he almost scored. I think, was it against – it was either against uh, Wales or Switzerland. I can't remember. But, yeah, dude, Turkey's got to be – I know we haven't talked about it, but Turkey's probably got to be the most disappointing <laughs> thing of this whole tournament. Yeah. Yeah. Like, you, you'd expect them to get at least a point. You know what I mean? Like, just one point. <laughs> Especially right. since everybody praised their defense, right? You should be able to right. keep a clean sheet, even if you can't score. And, and with um, uh, oh, the striker, what's his name? Someone tell me again. I can't. Uh, Barack Yelmaz. Yeah, especially with him, the season he had at Lille coming and off they have, of, and they, they won. Have, like I don't know, I just expected more. They have another Lille striker, and yeah, I, I'm gonna mess up the pronunciation, but it's like Yassisi, Yazizi, or something like that. He's on the bench. Like they're not even playing. Like <laughs> it was, it was confusing to watch them. Honestly, they were not good. <laughs> they weren't good. Yeah. So that was a dumpster fire. Um, <laughs> and then in Group B, Belgium and Denmark. I think probably. I think that's what we predicted in the first round. I'm glad to see Denmark getting through after what happened with Ericsson. Obviously, mm -hmm. um, that that's a t first off. Like obviously, we are thankful that he's okay and all that kind of stuff. But that that really put Denmark in a hole. Like. Obviously, you can't expect them to perform after watching their teammate and brother go down like that. And then mm. for them to have to come back on the pitch and finish the game, like you didn't really expect them to get a decent result after that mm. because of mm -hmm. the range of emotions. But it kind of dug them into a hole, so I'm glad they kind of picked yeah. it up. Yeah especially, yeah, especially too. I mean, looking at it on paper, I would still say Finland's probably the worst team out of the groups, even though Russia finished last year and like Finland beat Denmark. So, right. Like, right. yeah, more – yeah, more glory to Denmark to get in that second spot. Yeah. Um, and then, Max, you were back in Russia a little yeah, bit. Yeah, I was. That's what I was going <laughs> to say. Episode. I was like, Russia. I think I said Belgium and Russia just because just because of what they did at um the World Cup. But again, that was home, and that was also four years ago or whatever. So <laughs> that's a good point, though. We've seen home field make a big difference in these Euros. Mm, yeah. Like, yeah. At home well, have gotten a big boost. Mm -hmm. Yeah. 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 Mm hmm. Which is why I think the further you know England can make it along, like more right, games Wembley, right? And <laughs> and with Belgium and with Belgium too, having De Bruyne back in their side is huge. Absolutely, I mean he came on and goal and assist, assist in twenty five minutes or so. That you know strike I mean? like, against Casper Schmeichel, oh my, left footed, low Kasper. low drive, world class. Yeah. Hey, and Lukaku too. Lukaku yeah. got one of the match of that game that KDB came on. He yeah. got the goal assist for. It's because Lukaku, I think, got I think essentially the hockey assist for him. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, Lukaku's been very he's been very good for Belgium too this tournament. Yes. He really yeah. is, mm -hmm. and he should his numbers should get better as KDB gets more minutes. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Mm -hmm. He was scoring without him, so. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Group C, Netherlands, Austria, Ukraine, all advance, poor North Macedonia going home. Um, I wish I wish they were advancing, but 
Yeah. Right. It is what it is. I mean, I think, yeah, I was going to say, we all were hoping North Macedonia would at least, like, maybe get a win or maybe 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 get a tie or something. But, like, yeah. coming up against Netherlands, Austria, I don't think that was ever going to happen, to be honest. But Ukraine, Ukraine, I thought, did decently well. I mean, they held their own. They almost came back against Netherlands in that first game. So, It'll yep. be it'll be nice to see them in the round of sixteen. Yeah, I, I think they've played some really good football here, and uh, it'll be interesting to see how they they move as the competition gets a little stiffer. Like obviously, there's no room for air anymore. So right, mm-hmm. and and <clears throat> sorry, uh, Austria with with Alaba with Sabitzer. I think it's interesting how how Alaba or not interesting, but like Alaba plays a huge role in that team, and I think having him the analyst on. On the talk shows, I've talked about this a ton too, but having him in the back and not having him like facilitate the ball in the middle, I think is like kind of a big loss in a sense for them to like create opportunities, but it's also good to have him back there as a solid defender as well. So, yeah. And then we move on to group D. So that's England's group, England, Croatia, Czech, all moving on Scotland, the lone team going home, which they had a chance to advance in their, in their last um, game if they would have gotten a better result, but as it stands, they're the only squad going home. What are our initial thoughts about that, Alex? Um, once again, we were kind of touching on England being like kind of disappointing and whatnot, but you know, some of their players did play well. I mean, and it was good for them, some of their star players, like I'm saying stars, but Maguire, it does play a big role in that England team. And when we're talking disappointing, the other Harry, Harry Kane has not been influential at all and I don't know if that's to the game style he just looks like I'm not even trying to be like rude he just looks like slow like he like just like physically he doesn't look like I don't know (laughs) like I I genuinely don't know he just doesn't look like he's up for it or something like that I don't know is there a genuine thought that he doesn't start in this next match like Mm -hmm. I think Southgate they asked him he was like he he'll be he'll be better. Yeah, I was gonna say. I, he's clearly their best striker, but at some point you need production from that spot. Like and, ca- uh, and captain. Yeah, but like at, at what point do you like? Hey, we we need a goal, and you've had three yeah. games and you've produced nothing. Right. Mm-hmm. Then again, could it come down to Southgate not knowing what three midfielders to play behind him? Because he's still. He's right. still I was gonna say still, like the system Foden, that they have. Yeah, Foden wasn't even in the squad for the last game. Right. And but now, a, now we I got think, put in uh, COVID protocol. Yeah, him and Chilwell. Yeah, Chilwell, yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I think it will be good. I mean, considering we're saying that there, they've been disappointments in the likes of Rashford and, you know, Sancho haven't even played all that much. Like, okay, you still got a lot of firepower to deal with. Like, I hope right. you can adjust. Like, sure, the group stage, you England was supposed to get number one. They did it. I'm kind of, I'm kind of like, okay, now like get serious. Like, play your. Southgate, play your best 11. <laughs> like, Sancho, Sancho or Rashford has to start, in my opinion. Don't you think he would have tried that, at least in one group stage? Another great That's point. What, I, I, I was, understand him sometimes. We were, I was telling <laughs> Alex and, and our brother Nick, like, I don't understand why he just hasn't given Sancho one start. Just, like, just to test and see how he does. You know what I mean? Especially, so in the last game, you're already advancing through. I guess you wanted the first, you wanted to win the group. But, right. but, st- you have enough firepower off the bench to. Yeah, I was gonna say Sanchez was one of the best players in the Bundesliga this past year. Like, like you're not missing anything by by replacing him with whoever whoever would be starting. But yeah, yeah I don't... he loves Sterling for some reason. I know he scored in the last game or the only goal, I guess, right? But he was yeah. Sterling was not good against Scotland. But 
I think it, it could go back again with the whole experience. He probably, he might want to have more experienced players up top with Kane and Sterling, and then maybe t- two younger dudes with them. I don't know. Southgate's kind of confusing. Yeah. I mean, I think while we criticize everything he does, he is in a tough spot because he has so many guys. Like, don't get me wrong. That is a great problem as a coach to have. You'd rather have that issue than trying to piece together a team. Mm-hmm. But there are so many different ways that he could go about making this 11 that I think whoever he puts out on the field, someone's going to be mad. And right, so yeah. at the end of the day, he's just got to do what he thinks is best. And as we've seen, he obviously doesn't think that highly of Sancho compared to the other players. And so I don't know. But also, in my opinion, while they got seven points in advance, they haven't looked like the England we expected. So at what point do you shake things up and say, we need to, we need to change it. And I thought that would have happened in the last game of this group stage when you had a little bit of leeway. Like even if you did pull out a tie or you lost, you're still advancing. So right, yeah, test and test something different. It, see, it would have been good happens. to test in a game like this because like it was against Czech Republic who were first. Like it was it was obviously going to be a good game, so a lot of pressure. So it's, it would have been good to see like who's going to deal with it really. I like the Czech Republic side honestly. I hadn't watched too much of them before this, obviously, but I think uh, I think we disrespected them in the last pod. <laughs> I think we did too. Yeah, they're a good side. I like them. Yeah, mm-hmm. and dude got and Schnick up top's got like three or four goals now. Goal yeah. of the tournament too. So yeah, I don't yeah. know. There's been a lot of goal of the tournaments. Hold on, before the Croatia Modric's goal. Oh yeah, dude. Class, world class. <laughs> Did you? I saw a stat. Modric is the youngest goal scorer ever in the Euros, and he's now the oldest goal scorer ever. I saw that too. Yeah, yeah. I didn't know if it was. A... <laughs> Get it with a bang. <laughs> All right, Sweden, Spain finishes in second, still advances. Slovakia and Poland. I think we all expected Spain to come out on top. Yeah. I didn't realize. So I know um, Isaac was he was at Dortmund before and Hunley, who we had on our last podcast, big Dortmund fan. He basically was just, you know, not giving the dude any praise or not just, you know, saying the dude's just not good enough. And now he's at Sociedad and he was he looks like a pretty promising player like this. Sweden side's kind of like they're just kind of fun to watch, honestly. They're good. Uh And it seemed like Spain's still kind of finding like who they need to start as well, you know. Like, I think Ped- Pedri finally came into the side, and today he played well. I mean, they thumped Slovakia 5-0. Bruce gets his back fully. Like, yeah. that makes a big difference. I mean, it helps when the goalie mm-hmm. wants to score, you know, in his own net like that. Yeah, oh, what man. was that? <laughs> and then you got Poland, where Lewandowski literally scored every goal for them this tournament. He could – if he puts away that header early, maybe it's a different game. Maybe they uh, – He hit the crossbar twice. Yeah. On that, yeah, that was crazy. His first goal though was nasty. Yeah, yeah. He's, mm-hmm. he's pretty good at soccer. Yeah, I'd say so. <laughs> yeah, De- decent at best to be. <laughs> and then our our final group here, the group of death, um, as we had been referring to it: France, Germany, Portugal, all advance. Hungary going home. I think they should have. They deserve. Yeah. They they played. What team? What team did you not want to see move on then? I, I don't think Germany deserved it. I don't know. I was, I was good with Germany going to. I, I didn't want Ronaldo to move on. Yeah. I, I As much as I think the German squad could be fun to watch, they haven't been. So I was okay with them. Yeah. The exit. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They did well against France, and then they 
They obviously beat Portugal 4-2, but yeah, today it just looked like, I don't know, maybe they underestimated Hungary or something. Hungary, Hungary was saying back after they scored that goal they, they were, were focusing more on that game yeah they were sitting back on yeah they were playing they were parking the bus like crazy Mueller also didn't play today He's... yeah Mueller also came in like I, late in the game in which I didn't understand that at all why he didn't start but he has a nagging knee injury oh, well, that makes sense that's why Sané got the start today so they were hoping to not play him at all Oh, but they, needed him. <laughs> but they needed him against Hungary because Sané, Kai, and I think Timo was on the forum too. Yeah, Timo came oh. in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so they had the to... player for Germany though who's been really good is Gosens, their left back or left wing back. Yeah, he's, he's been pretty sick from Atlanta. Atlanta, France has been France has been good. Paul Pogba's probably been their best player. At... France, yeah. France has been good. I and... think finally they showed spurts today at the end of the game that they're back and they can score goals again like, right yeah they had chances and they they had some called back by var and that kind of stuff but today they were creating a plethora of chances they looked good they finished some mm-hmm. you know they got, the, they got the one pin but then they also got a goal in the run of play so it, it looked good and they the big bends. The big bends won't miss that so yeah. they they looked like france yeah. Right. Yeah. Seems like they're trying to get, but they're trying to get still like understand he's playing their defense though, because Kunde came in at right back. Kunde came in, and then Digne got injured, and then Rabio played left back for the remainder of the game. Yep. I thought that was kind of weird, if, but it worked Ling, out. <laughs> Lingle, Lingle is on the bench too, so I was like, oh, he could have came in, but right, yeah, Pepe out wide or something. I don't know. Once again, though, that just shows how much depth they have. Yeah, yeah, seriously. All right, so let's get into the round of 16. Let's talk about some matchups. We'll go through and kind of predict who we think is going to win, and then we'll, we'll kind of move on from there. So the first game is Wales and Denmark. Max, what do we think about this game? Oh, see, this is actually a tough game because I think it'll be pretty close. Both sides are, are evenly matched, I'd say. I, I think it could go either way. But if I had to pick, uh, I, I think I'd just go Wales. I think Bale's, Bale's actually been playing or been having a super, super good tournament so far, I'd say. And Ramsey, his, he's been a consistent player for Wales. And I don't know, I just think overall, I think Wales will will get a result. I'm, I'm back in Denmark. <laughs> I'm, I'm back in Denmark. I, I think they have a lot of momentum. Their last game, they, I, yeah. they scored what? How many goals in how many minutes? Three goals in, like, it was crazy. Yeah. Yeah. Christensen's goal. Oh my gosh. You scored a like I think Wales, but I don't want to be surprised with Denmark. Yeah, that game's that game I feel is very bad. Like just hard to tell. It's gonna be fun. Yeah, it will be fun. All right. Italy, Austria, Alex. Um, I'm gonna have to go with Italy. I think they're gonna um continue their unbeaten run. And yeah, I think Austria, you know, they played well, Olivo we've mentioned, but I think Italy. They're playing very well right now. Locatelli, Barella, you know, Insigne, everything's just clicking for them at the moment. Even like Donnarumma, when he get called into action, he's still making great saves. Like I think Italy will. Italy should. I think, I think they'll probably win comfortably, to be honest. And then the next game is the Netherlands and Czech. Even though I just praised the Czech side, I think Netherlands probably advances. Um, yeah. As much as I, I really want to see the, the Czech in, the, in a different matchup, so I can say that they will advance, but I just think Netherlands is just – they're rolling right now, even though Alex said that they were going to be disappointing. At I said I said uh-huh. because of who, Matthew? <laughs> because of their manager. Yeah. 
anyway, they are rolling. They look good. So I'm gonna I'm gonna advance yeah. the Netherlands. I didn't realize Wijnaldum yeah. was gonna play striker dang near the whole tournament. <laughs> yeah. I was gonna say the way Wijnaldum and Depay have been playing, it's gotta be Netherlands. Hey, Dumfries is the right back. Dude, dude's been a monster. Yeah, and Dumfries, yeah. And now they have DeLitt back too. He's back healthy. Like, yeah. It's they're good. Mm-hmm. Oh, I don't even want to get touched on this game, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Belgium, Portugal. You say me? Yeah. My heart says Belgium. <laughs> My head says Portugal. Um, KDB, Ronaldo, Lukaku. <laughs> I don't know. I genuinely don't know. I'm going to go. Oh, gosh. I'm going to go Portugal. I, I say Belgium. I'm back in. I'm gonna go Belgium. Who you and Ben? You guys are. I want. I want Belgium. I want Belgium. I could. I think they just gel better. You know. I think they have better team chemistry. And now, as we like, as we said earlier, with De Bruyne being back in the team, like he's been playing levels above everyone else. So, (laughs) yeah. (laughs) And Big Rom and Lukaku's been crazy too. So Ronaldo, Ronaldo on the main stage. I'm not counting out. I don't. I think he can – he's going against some oldies, too, in Vertonghen. And... <laughs> so he can score some penalties or what? Yeah. That's how they're going to move on. He looks like he play more for, for Portugal, though. Against, against a good France side today, they created very few chances in the run of play. Yeah. They, and I thought they were very fortunate to come away with the draw. And so – and I think Belgium's playing really well with – with KDB back, so all right, I'm gonna switch my prediction. Actually, um, I'm gonna go. <laughs> I I do want Belgium to move on. Like I do, like I think a lot more Belgium players. But you think Portugal's gonna win? Just because yeah. I don't want to count out Ronaldo. <laughs> Dude's made for these. Dude is literally made for these moments. <laughs> yeah. All right, Max. Croatia and Spain. I probably I probably go Spain. I think I think it'll I think it'll be a good game. I think it'll be back and forth, but I think I think Spain will see it out. I'm going upset. Alex says otherwise. I'm going upset. Yeah. I'm back in Croatia, baby. <laughs> see, I'm, my heart says Croatia, but my head I'm says back, I'm backing them. I'm yeah, back. yeah. I was gonna say like I'd love to see Croatia go through, but I don't yeah. know if Spain if say if Spain have the same squad they had today and play the same way they did today. That's gonna be a problem. <laughs> Make a little run. They could actually. Yeah, be- seriously. Too yeah. Bad, too bad they won't because they'll be eliminated come Monday. I hope so. I hope so. Yeah, I was going to say, we hope so, but. <laughs> I'm going Croatia. I don't know why. I'm just kind of feeling it. Luca. That's why. Yeah, One word. Every itch. <laughs> <laughs> All right. France and Switzerland. As much as I like the Swiss, think, think. Yeah. Think <laughs> you don't think Captain Granite Jacques is going to lead them to victory? I don't either. I'm going with France. <laughs> All right, Sweden, Ukraine. I think this is going to be a great game. Sweden. I say, I say Sweden. Yep. I, I yeah. I think I think Sweden will. I just think they have better quality than Ukraine overall. But yeah, I think it should be a good game though. Should, yeah, I think it'll be. I think it'll be a good game too. I bet it ends in a tie through regulation. After 90 minutes, they'll be tied. You think? You think? Yep. I'm going 2-0 Sweden. <laughs> Just too bad. Yeah, I mean. Yeah. <laughs> Forsberg and, yeah, Sweden been decent. Sweden been good. All right. England, Germany. 
How about you, you go for it, Matthew? What yeah, you, you go. You yeah. go. Yeah. Put, me the, yeah. put me on the oh. Belgian Portugal one. <laughs> um, strictly because of their defense and they haven't allowed a goal, I'm going to go England because we have seen that they haven't conceded. I think both attacks have been disappointing. And like I like we kind of mentioned, I think if they find the right pieces, and I don't know what those pieces are, but that's not my job. I'm just I'm just here to watch. Um, um, I think I think England could pull it out. I I like I like what they've been they've been able to do defensively and compared. So I'm that's why I'm going with England. It's it's tough. I I don't I don't really know what's gonna happen at all. Mm. This game could be 0-0 after 90, could be 3-0 either team. Like Yeah, I was gonna say I have like I, I, I think England and then I'm like, well, Germany, da, da, da. and then I'm like, well, England, da, da. <laughs> like I don't know. I don't know. Like if England plays the right guys, I'd back England, but I literally don't know how they'll roll out. <laughs> so I'm gonna go with Germany. All right. I'll I'll back the lap. I'll go England. I'll go England too. <laughs> I just I think more only if Jack Grealish. I'm just kidding. <laughs> more experienced players. They've sure they've been disappointing, or they were kind of disappointing against who they played Hungary. Even they still scored too, like, and they Germany has beaten uh, at least a big team in this. I know England haven't been really presented the opportunity, but Croatia they still beat. But I think it's more convincing Germany beat them four two, and they honestly should have gotten a goal against. France, so it should that could have been a tie. So I'm kind of backing Germany in their experience. That's fair. I I, yeah. I don't think there's a wrong pick here. I, right, I yeah. I don't. I won't be mad if England do go. I do like a lot of their players, and if Suck is playing, then we can record this again. And I'm saying bring home. Starting, I'm moving for England. <laughs> All right, now that we've gone through the round of 16, okay. what do you think is bringing home the trophy? Where's the silverware going? I'll say – I'll give you, like, my top two teams. I'll, just looking off it, I think France, just because the quality – I've said that from the – when we – from the last episode, too, just the quality that they have and all that. Yeah, I think France. And I'll go with them with the – Someone I wouldn't have picked before. I, I'd go Italy, honestly. Just I think they're I think they're a well-rounded team, especially what thirty games unbeaten so far. Like that's crazy, actually. And I, they have a ton of experience, ton of flair in their team. Uh, yeah, I'd say I'd say France or Italy. I really like that Italy squad, but they have a tough road to get there. Do they? I haven't. I have, I don't know. They play the if they win, they play the winner of Belgium and Portugal. And then after that one, they would match up with France. So, like, Dang, they do have a tough. <laughs> oh, man. Yeah. I'll still back them. But yeah, I mean, somebody's going to have to come out of that. So, yeah, like, I'll still back them. It'll, yeah, I'll go. My three, if I had to do three, I'd say Belgium, too. They have the same path as Italy. Yeah, like, I was going to say, like, yeah. They all, they, it sounds like they're all going to play each other. If we're somebody's, like, somebody's coming through there. And I just, right, yeah. Like, I, it's a tough path, but like, if you're able to beat those good teams, then maybe the final's easier. I don't know. Right. Yeah. True. I, I'm kind of wanting to say the well, the winner of the Belgium and Portugal game. <laughs> Whoever wins that, I think could possibly go all the way. Especially, well, if Ronaldo gets momentum. If that Portugal team gets like any momentum or like 
they're clicking. I, I fully like back Ronaldo <laughs> to come out and bring and win this thing back to back. I mean, uh, I think it's also crucial if Bruno Bruno Fernandez like play bad. <laughs> I was gonna say like if he like does what he's been doing at United this past yeah. season. Like seriously, and like he, he hasn't he hasn't lived up to par. I'd say he looks has barely played. If any, he didn't start today. If any, if I can remember, Renato is finally getting back into the lineup, which he's been very well for them. Yeah, I think they just they just I don't know they were sleeping against Germany or something. They they just got tactically exposed in that game. But yeah, this oh, that Belgium Portugal game. I just keep looking at it and I'm like, oh my gosh, what what do one of those teams have to go home early? <laughs> yeah, so I. I wanted Belgium to win from the beginning, and I still think they have a decent shot. I also like the Italian side. But, yeah. like, a strange shout here might be the winner of the England-Germany game because they'll have an easier path through to the – Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. On the, on the top half of the bracket, you have Belgium, Portugal, Italy, France, Spain, Croatia. On okay. the bottom half, after – so England and Germany, and then it's, like, Sweden, Ukraine, Netherlands, Czech, Wales, Denmark. So like and the really only threat, assuming Netherlands goes through, would be the right. Netherlands. Like if if everything goes to plan, whereas yeah. those guys in the on the other side are going to beat each other up, and and maybe that's a good thing, maybe that's a bad thing. I don't know, but I mm-hmm. think it's I think even though we've talked about them being disappointing, they have a pretty good right. route to get to the final. So, but then they also have to play somebody good in the finals. I was going to say let's right. almost take that back to the World Cup. They had one of the easiest roads, and then they go to the semis. Mm-hmm. That's why, like, now I'm saying, okay, they're playing an actual – no disrespect to Croatia whatsoever from the group stage. But now they're playing, like, Germany. Like, it's kind of right. like – it's kind of like, all right. Mm-hmm. This is a big-name team. But I am going to back my Belgians. <laughs> going with it. I think – I think if they find a way to get through Portugal, the – with Katie Beal find a way to unlock that Italian defense some way or another. I don't – He'll if he has to stand on his head and hit it with his butt over the back line for an assist, he'll do it. Anything, yeah, he'll do. He'll 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 find a way. Close his eyes and kick the ball. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah. any uh any plus, uh, plus the like the likes and pace of Lukaku up there too, and like Mertens against like Chiellini and Bonucci, like and both have they're them. old, but and they're great defenders by any means, but they're old, so like, they're not as fast. So the, the longer they go into this tournament, do their bodies hold up? Like, there's just different things. There's to a lot of factors. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Any uh, any sleeper teams? <laughs> Netherlands. Points. Yeah. Yeah, Netherlands. I'm kind of thinking like more likes of like a like a like a Sweden or like a Denmark, Croatia. Croatia. I'd say Croatia. If Croatia win, then Croatia. Croatia faces France in the next round. Who would okay. Sweden play? Sweden would play England, Germany. England or Germany? Okay. What about Denmark? Denmark would have who? Netherlands? Denmark plays Wales, and then they'd play probably the winner of Netherlands, Czech. They're rolling. If they get momentum. They are, but like, it's all about Netherlands is a tough side. <laughs> Well, yeah. I mean, basically every side in this in this. Yeah, I know. Upside. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. Reason, but Alex said dark horse, and I. Okay. Yeah, yeah. For some reason, if like Denmark, let's say, wins comfortably against Wales, and Netherlands kind of, you know, on the edge, maybe PK shootout against Czech, then it's like. Yeah. Well, <laughs> maybe maybe Denmark will go a little bit in the tournament, 
But yeah. I could see it. I hope I want to see a team like that kind of go far. I agree. At least one. Just yeah. first one. Yeah. Is like a check. What if check takes out Netherlands in the first round? Bro, what is check? Pretty crazy. Hey, that make me look good. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well. Hey, Switzerland, if Switzerland beats France, I'll demo you both five dollars. You heard it here on the pod. I was just saying, everyone, you heard it. All right, guys. Now that we've wrapped up our Euro talk, we're gonna get into some transfer talk, and uh, we'll kind of talk about some of the major transfer rumors or some of them that have actually been executed, and uh, we'll just give our takes here pretty quick. So the first one we want to talk about is Jack Grealish potentially moving to Chelsea. Alex, go ahead. Um, I don't see it happening, to be honest. Uh, Villa have been trying – Villa trying to make some decent moves, honestly, this summer. They try to get Smith Rowe from us, which I would absolutely hate if they get him from Arsenal. But Grealish means too much to Villa. That's literally their captain, their dude. I think they'd have to pay a hefty price, and he'd be worth absolutely every – like every penny that someone would pay for him. But to Chelsea, I I, I I just can't see it happening. I just can't. especially like who's who's he gonna replace? I was gonna say that was my thing. Where where are you gonna put him? I mean, you. <laughs> I don't know, because like Zayic doesn't even start at Chelsea. Zayic is a great player. Right. I mean, if you go get him, you'd you'd find a place for him, right? Like that's just right. Yeah. Add quality and then figure it, figure the rest out later. Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah, but I I think he stays too. Hometown lad. No. I think he stays or. I just don't see him going to Chelsea. Yeah, I just, I just, I, I think I see him going somewhere where like he's needed. Like, all right. So the next transfer rumor that we've kind of seen bouncing around is Jordi Alba to enter. Max, what are your thoughts on this one? Oh, uh, that's weird. That's weird to me. I, <laughs> <laughs> like, I just, I just had, I, 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 that was the first time I've heard about it is today when you brought it up. But I don't know if they're like in need for a left back. But like, young to Villa. Yeah, I was going to say Young just left, but I don't know how much he played while he was there. But, I mean, Inter did just win Serie A, and adding uh, Alba to a team like that would definitely strengthen their defense and hopefully help them win another one this next year. So, yeah, the I, think article, it, I think it'd be a good move. The article that I saw it on, it was basically saying that Barcelona's just like on a free, like a fire sale, like everybody's got to go. Everyone's leaving. Uh, I don't think they're so – I feel like they wouldn't sell Jordi Alba, though. I mean, he's been how good for them at left back for how long? And he's span like he brings so much experience to that side too. Yeah, PK is getting older than a dinosaur. Yeah, but still, we're having a Ramos. Like legacy means nothing, right? You just kick him out the door when they get old, right? Right. All right. So speaking of Ramos, where's Ramos going to end up? I so I think the reports have been like City, United. PSG, I think those are the main three I've seen so far. I saw he rejected Sevilla. Like he said, he's not going to a team in La Liga or something like that. So he wants like a new adventure. I mean, as a United fan, I'd love to have him, you know, partnership him and Maguire would be crazy. But uh, (laughs) I don't know. I think uh, that PSG might be a good landing spot for him too, honestly, because City already have two established center backs, I'd say. Yeah, I, I, what strikes me is like he, I think two years ago, he said he would play for Madrid for free. Like, yeah, bring him back on like a club friendly deal. Like, he's not a bad player. Like, he's, not, he's mm-hmm. still solid in the back. So, like, mm-hmm. why wouldn't they just bring him back on some club friendly deal? I, that's my opinion. Right. And they said, and he said himself, he's going to return back one day, probably as like a coaching role. One of the big potential moves is Harry Kane moving around the prem. 
Um, Alex, where's Harry going to end up? So recently we've seen the city bid for what, 100, 100 pounds or something for him. Yeah. And Daniel Levy says he, they're not going to sell him. So if I'm city, I'm kind of looking at this at city more thinking, if you're going to spend that type of money on someone, just go for Holland, honestly, younger, hopefully he's more worth it. Kane is established in the premier league. I, I don't know how much you have to pay for Kane for him to leave Daniel Levy in Tottenham. You can't even get a manager right now. So <laughs> I legit don't know. I do not know where he'll end up. I think if he was going to go, I would have probably still guessed Man City if they have to up their price or something, but Daniel Levy seems really stingy. So. Yeah. My gut tells me that even though he wants to leave, I, I, I bet he ends up back at Tottenham again, which is stupid. He won't win anything. They don't have a manager right now. <laughs> like, it's not, I don't think it's good for his career, but I think that's what'll happen. All right. So with all the recent success, we've seen them having the euros. It'll be cool to see the uh, Dutch lads, Wijnaldum and Depay over at Barca. Max, what are our thoughts on that? Yeah, so with Wijnaldum joining PSG, I think that'll be great for them getting Champions League or, like, their their uh, attempt to get Champions League because, you know, he's an established midfielder. He's been super, super class at Liverpool these past few years. So I think him, Adrisa Gay, Verratti, I think that's a solid midfield for PSG going forward. And then Depay going to Barca, I think that'll – and Aguero joining and then Messi potentially staying, I think – that's a solid – what could be a solid trio or a solid attack for Barca in the future. And I talk a lot about experience, honestly. Mujnaldum has won the Champions League, and that's the that's the trophy that the whole – everybody at PSG wants to win. So, like, if you, they're bringing the right people, and now it's just – now we know Mbappe won't leave. I think Neymar's happy. So this just gives them better hopes of winning that. All right, in our last transfer um, for this podcast – Max's big transfer of the summer. Um, as you can see, he's already super excited over there. Max, what do we think about old Sancho? Bring him in. Sign the lad. <laughs> I'm with it. I mean, he's been killing me at the Bundesliga these past few past few years. Obviously, the deal um, last year fell out just because they couldn't they couldn't agree on a price, even though he agreed personal terms. But it seems like. His, or his price has gone down about like 30 mil, 20, 30 mil, it seems like. And he's already agreed personal terms as well. So I think it's just a matter of time before he's a, a United lad. So I'm excited. Um, um, I think it'll be good for us. I hope, I hope something falls through and he's, <laughs> he's at Dortmund with Holland for another season. They're, they're fun to watch. I hope they can both stay. Hey, guys, thanks for listening to the Reserve Team Podcast. We appreciate all the support you've been giving us. Don't forget to like, comment, subscribe down below. Follow us on Instagram, TikTok, Twitter, and uh, you'll hear more from us soon. Up the Reserve Team, baby. They can't expect perfectness Perfectness from us. Perfectness? Is that a perfectus? Let's go, hey. Reserve team on three. <laughs> <laughs> oh.